Coming up on the Children's Hour, what does it take to be a leader? The kids speak with Pierce Freelon. He's a Grammy-nominated children's musician, multi-Emmy winning TV and movie producer, educator, and city counselor in the city of Durham, North Carolina. He talks about how he came to wear all these hats and explains to us what a city counselor actually does. Then the kids meet Sonia Manzano. She's best known for her groundbreaking work as Maria on Sesame Street, but she has a new project she wants to tell us all about called Alma's Way. This show is mixed with excellent music. Stick with us. The Children's Hour is a production of The Children's Hour Incorporated. We're a New Mexico nonprofit dedicated to producing high quality kids' public radio. You can find our playlists and so much more at childrenshour.org. It's time for the Children's Hour Kids' Public Radio. Why did the kid cross the road? I don't know why. To get to the other slide. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Children's Hour Kids Public Radio. Thank you for being a friend You are golden Some friends are fold aluminum foil Some friends will hold them You are royal One to explore new things But Drake said no new friends But we moved and I miss you Sometimes I feel so sad I need a tissue The best friend I ever had You always have my back Even when I'm being bad, and you never judge me I will never forget the way you love me Never forget, never forget Never forget, never forget Trust me, I will never forget, never forget Never forget, never forget, never
our guest today, Pierce Freelon with Carlita Duran with Make New Friends from his 2020 release, D.A.D. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm always so happy and grateful to be with all of you. And that includes everyone on Zoom. Hi, crew. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi. And who's with us today? Hi, it's Soleil. Hi, it's Kodiak. Rock a doodle doo, it's Maya Lou. Hi, it's Max. Hello, it's Amadeus. Hi, it's Lucas. Hello, it's Isaac. Hi, it's Daniel. Hello, it's Lily. Hi, it's Sonia. Hi, it's Ethan. Hi, friends, it's Melissa. Well, thanks everyone for coming today. You know, I'm really excited about today's show. It is action-packed. We have Pierce Freelon with us. He is a multi-time Emmy-winning producer as well as a children's musician and he is a leader in his community. He is a city councilor in the city of Durham, North Carolina. There is so much to cover with Pierce Freelon, including what on earth is a city councilor and what do they do? Then we're going to talk to another leader in children's media, Sonia Manzano. You know her as Maria from Sesame Street. But now she has a new adventure and she's going to tell us all about it. Much of the music today was picked by Pierce Freelon, including this one. This is Fuch, right here on the Children's Hour. This show was originally recorded in September 2021. Family reunion. Oh, 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 oh,
seeing all my favorite cousins that I miss Reminiscing on our memories way back when There's my aunt and uncle that live so far away Made the road trip just to be with us today Smell of charcoal fills the air Love and laughter everywhere Playing spades, dominoes Throwing shade, telling jokes You would think that I've outgrown That nickname I don't like no more But that's the only name they know That's how it goes with the family Cousins on my daddy's side, my grandma's loving the sweet potato pie and the macaroni and cheese. Oh my, oh my. We toss water balloons and everybody's wet. Best summers in the country, how could I forget? Great granddaddy farmed this land with his own hands and passed it to his grands. All the kids run around. Can you hear the sound? That's love, and we laugh till we hit the ground. Nobody's feeling down. At the family From the 2021 Grammy-winning CD, All One Tribe, that's Fuch. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and with us today on the show is quite an extraordinary human being, Pierce Freelon. He's both an accomplished musician, a producer, an educator. He's a city councilor in Durham, North Carolina. Is there anything that Pierce Freelon doesn't do? No. He's a parent. He's written a book. And he is our guest on the Children's Hour. Welcome to the Children's Hour, Pierce Freelon. Thank you so much for having me. We're really glad you're here. You know, there's a lot to learn about you, the person. And we want to go there first. We're going to go to Soleil. What do you do? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here on the Children's Hour. It is an honor to be here. This is actually a big part of what I do. I talk to kids. I'm an educator. I perform. And um, sometimes I lecture. That's like a fancy way for saying, like, <laughs> talking to people. Sometimes when they're grownups, you say, I'm delivering a lecture. But really, you're just having a conversation. So I make songs. I write books. I produce podcasts and write for television. Uh, I do a lot of stuff. 
one way to say that is I wear a lot of hats. Uh, so right now I'm wearing my interview hat and you, Soleil, are a wonderful interviewer. Thank you for the question. Pierce Freelon, you released a CD right in the beginning of the pandemic, which was called DAD. And that's a really fun CD. Has your daughter, I believe, on it. And then you released a second kid's CD just this year called Black to the Future. Let's hear you talk a little bit about your musical work. Yeah, well, uh, my music is really influenced by my kids. I'm a father and I have a wonderful uh, little boy and little girl. And we, uh, a lot of my parenting is musical. Like when I want my kids to buckle their seatbelt, I tell them like clickety click your seatbelt, you know, clickety seatbelt. You can make a beat out of it. I beatbox with them. You know, when it's time to brush teeth, it's like, get your tooth, bruh. When it's time to do their clothes, it's like, gather your clothes, put them where they do go. Like, I make things in the songs because it's a way to help kids remember what they're supposed to do. And so the cool thing about, um, the cool thing about that is, you know, now when we get in the car, like, I don't need to tell them to buckle their seatbelts. They are singing the song themselves. It becomes a game. It's like a cool way to relate to them and to make them remember. I have this really cool device, it's called an iPhone. And whenever I have a cool idea, like something pops in my head, uh, I take out my phone and I record a voice memo. And sometimes it's a melody, it might just be like, do, 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 you know? And then later on, I can make that into a beat. And then later when I'm in the studio, I find out, you know, what song, what idea, what theme could be associated and attached to that melody. Um, or sometimes it's like the idea comes up first, like um, digging in the dirt, you know what I mean? That could be my next hit, digging in the dirt, a hey, digging in the dirt, digging in the dirt, a hey, digging in the, digging in the, mm. Melissa, are you digging in the dirt? Hey, Lucas, are you digging in the dirt? Like we just made a whole jam just there. <laughs> <laughs> so you can like, kind of piece the the music together and that's kind of what I did with um with my album DAD. What kind of music do you play? Ooh, great question. Um I love to play hip hop. Uh I love to play electronic music. Um I really love jazz. And uh, I'd say those three genres, hip hop, jazz and and electronic are probably my biggest influences. What inspired you to make the kind of music that you did? Well, that's a great question, Amadeus. Um, let's talk about my kids. My daughter, Stella, is on both of my albums. She's on DAD and she's on Black to the Future. And she really inspires me. Uh, she wrote a song on Black to the Future called Zombie, which is about, uh, you know, the, the fact that uh, when we were quarantining and we're not allowed to get close to each other, you always have to wear a mask. You can't really touch your loved ones or give them a hug or a kiss. And she kind of felt like, wow, that makes me feel like a zombie. Like you're going to infect the person if you get too close to them. And so uh, we turned to music. And so she wrote this beautiful song. When I'm with you, I feel like a zombie. Can't get too close. You don't want no coughing, <laughs> you know, coughing but also coughing like ugh, Halloween. When I'm with you, I feel like a zombie came too close. You want no coughing, afraid of my germs. I'm not so 
know, so like it was just a, a beautiful um, way to, first of all, spend our time because we're like, like a lot of families, we were quarantining and you can't, you know, you can't go to the same acti- types of activities that you used to. So making music was one of the activities that me and Stella did together. It was something that was a fun way for us to, to bond as a, as a father and daughter. And like my mom too is a singer. She's a jazz vocalist. So, um, your mom's not just a jazz vocalist. (laughs) In fact, she's a Grammy nominated jazz vocalist, Nina Freelon and could you talk a little bit about your mom? Was she a big part of why you became a musician? Absolutely. And, you know, like, it's really cool because my Black to the Future, my album has my daughter on it, on Zombie. It has my mom on it, on a song called uh, No One Exactly Like You. And it's just so cool to be able to uh, make music with my mom and with my daughter. And my mother, when I was growing up, she was, like, touring around the world. So... You know, she brought me with her when I was in middle school. She took me to Japan. I got to travel to Finland and see the world because my dad was who was an architect and had to work a lot. When my mom had us, we would be doing homework like backstage at a concert. So I really grew up around music and musicians. Yeah, my parents were both artists. Um, so they really encouraged us to find something that we love and that made us happy. And for me, that's, that's music, like my mom. Music. Music is a universal language. Music touches us from the inside out. Each of us is a unique human being, a unique spirit. I wrote this song, There's No One Exactly Like You, because I found that each person has a specialness inside that's different from anyone else. No one exactly like me. No one exactly like you. No one who can do anything exactly like you do. So when you walk down the street, everybody should tell that you're an absolutely unique individual. Yes, 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 yes. No one exactly like me, no one exactly like you, no one who can do anything exactly like you do, you do exactly like you. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're listener supported at childrenshour.org.
Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the Exhibition, a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit runs through March 2023. More info at nmnaturalhistory.org. Support for the Children's Hour provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and events center in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. You can purchase tickets, learn about events, play, and other opportunities, including future locations and music shows, at electricplayhouse.com. Day, girl, what up? Right now, we can go anywhere you want up. Roller skating ring to the movies, chilling at the house. Maybe later on, we could go get up and then flow. Yeah, cause that's really tasty. We could be lazy, stop and smell the daisies. Do what you want, me and you in the car. Go play in the arcade or shop at the mall. Hope you're ready for a wonderful day. Sunny outside, hope you're ready to play. When your mama asks you how your day went, you gon' tell her daddy be your favorite. Sun is going down now, get into your jammies. Yeah. Bedtime concert, performing at your Grammys. Close your eyes and now it's sleepy time. Tomorrow we go press rewind. Daddy done a day, 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 daddy da 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 daddy da 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 day, daddy da da day. It's a daddy-daughter day And the sun is so much brighter when it's smiling on your face Homies call to hit the bar, tell them try another day Rather be right where you are, you can pick your favorite place We can hit the museum, life is science You see them, animals and zoos even recognize the beauty And your smile as it radiates, you hide and we play and chase Even if we doing nothing, it's time we can never waste Tell mommy we go and play, just me and you on a date Hope nobody told mommy for dinner we order cake With ice cream and chocolate, Lion King, you watched it at least a hundred times just so you can hear him say Hakuna Matata This what we do with our daughters And a salute to the fathers Doing it all to provide a model Of who you should follow Promise to guide you on where to go It's a daddy-daughter day, bruh Fatherhood is dope
Daddy Daughter Day is our guest, Pierce Freelon, from his DADCD released in 2020 during the pandemic. You're listening to the Children's Hour before the break. And over the break, you heard Pierce Freelon's mom, Nina Freelon, and Stella. And Pierce Freelon from Black to the Future. And that is No One Is Exactly Like You. We've got links at our website for more information about Pierce Freelon. And we're going to change directions here in a minute to learn about another hat that Pierce Freelon wears, which is that of city councilor. Pierce Freelon was appointed to serve on the Durham, North Carolina City Council in 2020. Let's go to Daniel. What is a city councilor? So here in the United States where I live, uh, we have several levels of government. And a city council member is like that first level of government. Um, Each of us lives in a city. In the U.S., that city is inside a state and that state is inside a country. If you start at the top, At the federal level, they call it, you have the president and the U.S. senators and the U.S. Congress. That's our federal government. Inside that, we have a state government where we have a governor and a general assembly at the state level. And then at the smallest level of government, there is your city council, where there's usually a mayor and city council members. So I'm a member of Durham City Council, and we decide things. We decide on things like policing and on who picks up the trash, you know, off the side of the street. When you turn the faucet and water comes out of that faucet, that's because a city council member invested in making sure that there were pipes that could get water from the stream or from the lake or the reservoir into your house or into your shower. And um, every person who lives in the city pays taxes and those taxes pay for things like trash pickup and water and police and, uh, and other things. So that is what a city council member does. And uh, I do that in Durham, which is uh, the city where I was born here in North Carolina. What made you get into politics? What made me get into politics was when I was your age, I guess maybe elementary school or middle school between those ages, uh, and that was in the early 1990s, there was a guy named Harvey Gantt who ran for um, U.S. Senate here in North Carolina. And my dad was involved with his campaign. He did a big fundraiser for him and we had a sticker on our car and I was going through our neighborhood knocking on doors saying, vote for Harvey Gantt. And I just thought it was so cool and so awesome that somebody cared enough about their community to serve. That's what a city council member, a U.S. senator, that's what they do. They're serving the people. Um, So when I got old enough uh, to get involved, I started working on campaigns. And um, then in 2017, I ran for mayor. I ran for the mayor of Durham. And uh, I didn't win, but I fought really hard and earned the respect of the mayor. And when it came time for me to run for city council, he supported me. So that was really exciting. What is the most important piece of legislation that you've worked on? Lucas, I would say the most important legislation I worked on is called Guaranteed Income. And Guaranteed Income is a program where we provide funds for residents of Durham who are justice involved. That means, you know, they've been to jail or prison or on probation 
and we just provide them funds to get their life back together. Um, and it's based on a broader concept called universal basic income. Some people call it UBI. And it's just this idea that everyone should, no matter how, what's happened in your life, what you've been through, you should be able to eat and have a place to stay. We, we don't have universal base income, which would mean everybody gets a check. This is just a very specific group of justice-involved individuals who will get $500 a month uh, from the city of Durham. Um, and I would say that is the most radical, visionary uh, piece of legislation that I've passed. Who has more power, the mayor or the city council? In Durham, the city council and the mayor actually have the same amount of power. That's not the case in every single city. Uh, some places the mayor is more powerful, um, but in, in the city of Durham, um, the mayor is just the seventh member of our council. Um, and he has certain roles that he plays. He kind of runs the meeting, kind of like Katie's doing. But in terms of uh, in terms of power, there are seven people and seven votes. Everybody gets one vote. We're talking to Pierce Freelon, and he is a children's musician. Oh, but so much more. He's also a city councilor in the city of Durham, North Carolina. And he's also guest DJing our show. This is Rissy Palmer right here on the Children's Hour. Waking up in the morning to the best day ever. Can't stop smiling. It's going to be the best day ever. Yeah, it's the bestest. Just eating my breakfast. Got to run and go get dressed. going to be the best day, best day. Everything's going Kicking in the sandbox, all the kids are gonna be there. Gonna do a little swinging, a little hide and seeking. All the birds are singing, gotta be the best day, best day. Everything's going. in my deck dinner in the kitchen how the kid get so lucky laughing with my family <laughs> chilling in my jammies never been so happy cause it was the best day Such a good time, it was the best day ever. 
That's Rissy Palmer. Her 2013 releases title track, Best Day Ever, right here on the Children's Hour. We've got a DJ in-house with us who is Pierce Freelon. He's our guest. We were just learning about his role as a city councilor in Durham, North Carolina, and we've learned about his children's music that he's made, his two CDs, D.A.D., and Black to the Future. He's also part of a larger compilation project called All One Tribe. And he is the celebrated filmmaker of the history of white people in America. And that is quite the series to learn about history in our country. What a story you tell there. Yeah, history of white people in America is very much in the tradition of, uh, of a series that I used to watch growing up called Schoolhouse Rock. Um, so Schoolhouse Rock, uh, kids, if, if, if some of you, I see some nodding heads, some of you are familiar with Schoolhouse Rock, but it's a series that really taught you uh, about how our government works through music and rhyme and song, uh, conjunction, junction, what's your function? You know, the, these, these rhymes uh, and songs are really iconic and still stick in my head like to this day. Um, Another good example for what history of white people is and what it does, that's a little different than the regular history we get uh, in school, would be Hamilton. So, uh, you know, Hamilton is on our currency and you may know the story of how he's the first treasurer, more about kind of his background, but Hamilton the musical really tells his story in a really nuanced and interesting way using hip hop, using music, using beats. Uh, to tell that history in a new way. So that's what history of white people in America does. It tells the history of where does race come from? We have these ideas of white and black and where did these concepts come from? And it's told in a way that's musical, that's historically accurate, that utilizes hip hop, and that is very, very honest about that history. So uh, for me, it it was so much fun to work on and um, I have so many friends who have participated in like race equity trainings. They're like, they played your movie at the race equity training. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. Because uh, I think it's one thing to read a book about something. It's another to sing a song about that history. And it sticks, uh, it stick, as my son would say, my son is a little bit older. He's 12. He would say, it hits different. <laughs> you know what I mean? It hits a little different when it comes in the form of music and a a song. Speaking of history, your late father, Phil Freelon, was the leading architect of the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of African American History and Culture. First off, our condolences for the loss of your father. And secondly, you must be so proud of his work and legacy. Oh yeah, yeah. I miss my dad. He he passed away about two years ago, and really, a lot of the music that I've been making, the children's music I've been making, have been you know partially inspired by my kids, but also inspired by him because he was such a cool dad. He was funny. He was musical and creative. He played the drums, and so yeah, I, I miss him a lot. Super proud of him, and um, you can hear his voice on my first album, Dad. 
His voice is on Black to the Future as well on the title track uh, at the very beginning. He's talking to me when I'm like two or three years old. So you can hear me at like three speaking with my dad on that song. Stand up, Pierce. I want you to sing a song, son. Okay. Okay, which one? Okay. Back, stand up by the door. Stand in, in the door. Stand in the door. That's it, now. Now, what do you want to sing? Look at your reflection. Feel the flex of your kin. Flex. See their smile on your lips. Hear their voice in your chest. You see that light in your skin. Sun-kissed melanin. Yeah. Do you feel that affection? Yeah. Do you feel that complexion? Your excellence. Your light is grand. You are like the wind. More like the sand. Pure African history. Grand victory win. Infinite gem. Some need to tan. Some burning skin. Sunbeam demand. Photosynthesis. We're like a plant. Sunlight within. We like I'm in rotten the flesh. Are you comfortable in your own skin? Yes. Comfortable in your own skin. Yes. Are you comfortable in your own? Comfortable to get on, comfortable to get on skin. Comfortable to get on skin. Comfortable to get on skin. Are you comfortable to get on skin? Comfortable in your own skin. You are wonderful. And the future is black, 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 black. Egypt, your ancestors were genius. Modern scientists still can't figure out what they dreamed into being, and you were their wildest dream. Sun kissing your beaming, they look at you and they're squinting. Your brilliance is offending, their empire is ending, your ancestors ascending. Cause you got next and we lifted, you young black and we gifted. The vibration has shifted, we boiled it and they missed it. You're powerful, you're worthy, you're ancient, otherworldly. Let go of your insecurity, you're protected eternally. Your legacy is awesome, you're gorgeous, you're cosmic, you're everything. I promise you that anything is possible when you're comfortable in your own skin. Comfortable in your own skin. Are you comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own, comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable in your own skin. Comfortable in your own skin. Are you comfortable in your own skin? Comfortable. You are wonderful and the future is black. title track of Black to the Future, Pierce Freelon's latest release. He's been our guest today on the Children's Hour. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. It was a privilege. I loved it. Bye. Bye. Thank you for Learn about Sonia Manzano's latest project coming up next. Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. Find out more at outpostspace.org. 
Support for the Children's Hour provided by United Way of Central New Mexico. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token IBIS, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org.
Pierce Freelon and Rissy Palmer from his DAD release right here on the Children's Hour. We're so excited to have with us on the show Sonia Manzano. You know Sonia Manzano as Maria in Sesame Street, and she's here to talk with us about a new project she's working on. Welcome to the Children's Hour, Sonia. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure for me to be here, and uh, I'm so glad to have the opportunity to talk about the new project, though I love to talk about Sesame Street as well, as as you can imagine, and I'm ready to answer any questions that you might have, including how tall Big Bird is. Whoa. Well, we certainly have a lot of questions from the crew for you about all kinds of things, including your new project. But maybe before we get there, I think the kids would like to ask you some questions about the street. How did you end up on Sesame Street? Oh, well, I, I wish it was a really dramatic story, but actually it is. And I was uh, doing a show called Godspell, and that was in 1971. And I remembered seeing Sesame Street at school and thinking it was just a fabulous wonderful show. And then I just got an audition to go and I went and I met John Stone and I had to sing a song and I had to tell a story. And the next thing I know, they cast me on the show. So I always say that the most important things happen to you when you don't expect it. Probably very important things are happening to you at this very moment and you're not aware of it. So what was it like, you know, working with Elmo and big birds or at least the puppet versions i uh, was very nervous at first as you know the puppets are very simple creatures they just have like ping pong balls for eyes and i kept looking down at the puppeteer not at the puppet and one time i was doing a scene with frank oz and he was grover and he said quit looking at that man down there and i went oh <laughs> right i should be talking to you And then I started looking at them and they had such great characters. They really began to feel like people. What was your favorite part about being on Sesame Street? Oh, I think that one of my favorite parts on the show was when I got to play Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin was a very, very famous comedian of silent movies. And so when I got to Sesame Street, they asked me what kinds of sketches did I want to do? And I said, how about I play Charlie Chaplin? And they went, great. So that was really a dream come true for me. Hmm. Are you still doing Sesame Street? No, I retired from Sesame Street in 2015. I decided that I had been on the show long enough and it was time to step aside and let younger people take over the show and and do what they think was right with it. And now you're moving on to lots of other projects. And in fact, I want to tell our audience a little bit about some of the things you have done. In addition to Sesame Street, our guest, Sonia Manzano, is the author of several picture books, including No Dogs Allowed, A Box Full of Kittens, Miracle on 133rd Street, and You've written a memoir about yourself, Becoming Maria, Love and Chaos in the South Bronx. And you are the winner of a Lifetime Achievement Emmy Award by the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences in recognition as a pioneer in the representation of Latinos 
on television, and of course for portraying Maria for 44 years on Sesame Street. So all of that said, tell us about your new project, Alma's Way. Alma's Way is an animated series that I created with Fred Rogers Productions. PBS asked me to create a show with a Latin family. And I decided to make them a Puerto Rican family because I'm Puerto Rican. I decided to place them in the Bronx because I'm from the Bronx. And the show is about thinking. And that's the whole idea of the show. And I'm very excited about it. Very cool. We have more questions from the kids on the crew. Let's go to Lily Mae. What inspired you to make Almost Way? What inspired me to make the show about thinking was that I noticed that a lot of kids didn't like school because they had to memorize a lot of information. And I wanted to create a show that showed them that everybody has the power to think things through and come up with their own solutions and their own ideas. I love it. We're speaking with Sonia Manzano. She has a brand new project that's coming out on PBS Kids Everywhere on October 4th called Alma's Way. My question is, what do you hope to achieve through your career or inspire future generations to do? Well, from with Alma's Way, I want kids to trust themselves, to trust their ideas. And I hope that my presence on television inspires other Latinos to be on television. And I hope that my presence may inspire them to write for television and write books as I do, and kind of be a part of the whole entertainment field. You certainly have been an inspiration for so many people, myself included. I felt very comforted by you, always feeling like you were there, listening, caring. And that's what you make people feel, like you care. That's very nice of you to say. And and I guess That comes from the fact that when I was a kid, I watched a lot of television and I never saw anybody who looked like me on television. And I I kind of felt excluded and invisible. So I always made it my business to be sincere so that people really connected with me and felt that they were being represented. Mm, I think you succeeded. Alma's Way is releasing on PBS Kids on October 4th. We have links and more information at our website, childrenshour.org. Sonia Manzano, thank you so much for being with us on the Children's Hour today and telling us about your new project, Alma's Way. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Good luck, kids. Bye. Bye. Adios.
That's the title track of Sonia de los Santos' latest work, Esperanza, right here on the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone, and we have learned a lot on the show today. We were so grateful to have Sonia Manzano with us, along with Pierce Freelon. You can find our whole playlist and links to their work at childrenshour.org. Look for this episode page, Being a Leader. And while you're at our website, you can find hundreds of other podcasts. Just click on the podcast link. In the meantime, we're going to go out with one more tune. This is Alex and the Kaleidoscope Band from their CD, Get On Board. We'll catch you next time for another edition of the Children's Hour.
Children's Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit corporation. Our show is written by Katie Stone, with help from all of us and the kids' crew. Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to our guests, Pierce Freelon and Sonia Manzano, for being with us on the show today. We had production help from Christina Stella. Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts or at patreon.com slash the children's hour or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast we post our photos and more on instagram facebook and twitter find us at tch radio our theme music is written by ck bylow the children's hour is distributed by the children's hour incorporated prx and the pacifica radio network Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour Kids Public Radio.